Thank you very much, Kaylee. And let's jump over to our next guest. That's Noy Mahoney, our Borderlands writer who comes to us with, uh, again, more of the same unfortunate information, but that, uh, or fortunate information, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, again, with Mexico in terms of its trade partner ability, Laredo as well. Uh, Noy, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, kind of, we've heard a little bit more of the same in terms of the fact that obviously nearshoring is going to be boosted in 2024, but also now, I guess C.H. Robinson, a very large broker, also telling us kind of what we've already known that it's going to happen, but they're adding their wood to the fire there as well. Yeah, that's right. C.H. Robinson is forecasting that uh, nearshoring is going to boost U.S.-Mexico trade in 2024, uh, you know, this year. According to a recent survey they did, uh, almost 40% of shippers have already, uh, you know, participated in nearshoring or are planning on it, are considering it, and considering it uh, this year. Uh, some of the reasons they cited uh, include, you know, the global geopolitical situation that's going on with various, uh, you know, wars and uh, political conflicts uh, across the globe. Other things uh, include, um, you know, Mexico's proximity to the U.S., Mexico's available uh, workforce, and uh, also uh, Mexico's numerous trade agreements, international trade agreements, including, uh, you know, the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement. So Mexico has a lot going for it, as we, you know, as we've discussed before on the show, uh, in terms of its uh, place in the global supply chain. So looking at Mexico, it, obviously we've talked about this ad nauseum that there is a, a possibility there that, that Mexico can really become a real player here, certainly in terms of U.S. imports uh, in, in being man manufactured and transported across the border there. Again, shortening supply chains for such, uh, such countries as China. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, but with that, how much is this really going to boost in 2024? I mean, we've talked about this in terms of it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. With a large player like C.H. Robinson now saying, look, we're going to be looking at this very seriously as well. Is that kind of the linchpin that everybody says, not everybody, but a lot of people will say, hey, if we have short supply chain issues, this is now the way to go? Or are we still kind of a little bit hesitant about how this is going to be uh, treated over time? Well, you know, I should mention that C.H. Robinson, uh, back in September, opened uh, a very large or one of the largest uh, logistics centers on the U.S.-Mexico border. It's a it's a facility they opened in Laredo, Texas. It's about 400,000 square feet. Uh, they estimate that they can handle as many as 350 shipments a day at that facility. So C.H. Robinson is really betting big. I think we may have lost you there, Noy, unfortunately. Uh, again, uh, Mexico, again, becoming a very serious player, of course, with nearshoring efforts as they attempt to procure lots of business headroom, okay? And uh, so, well, it looks like we'll have, we can't quite get Noy back, so let's go ahead and take a break. We'll try and continue our conversation with him after this. Welcome back to Freight Waves. Now we've got Noy Mahoney back with us to continue talking about borderlands in terms of what's going on in Mexico and the nearshoring effort there. Uh, to uh, improve and, and improve supply chains for companies using Mexico there as well. Noy, thanks again uh, for joining us. We've talked a little bit about C.H. Robinson. Let's jump over to China now. And uh, China-based China Shanghai, Shanghai Unison Aluminum Products Company 
and their investment that's coming to uh, the North American continent. Yeah, that sort of ties into the question you asked before we got cut off. Uh, you know, how much are we going to see in 2024? And this is sort of some of the stuff that C.H. Robinson alluded to. Companies such as Shanghai, you know, Unison Aluminum, uh, they're open. They're opening a or announced a major factory uh, in Mexico, in the city of San Luis Potosi, which is uh, central Mexico. Uh, it's a 400 million dollar factory that will create uh, 3,000 jobs. So it's, it's quite an investment. And uh, the factory is going to produce uh, automotive components for electric vehicles, electric vehicle production across the uh, across North America. Uh, some of Shanghai Unison's uh, clients or, or customers include uh, Tesla, Volvo, uh, BMWs, so very you know major automotive makers. Uh, so this is one of the the uh, sort of maybe nearshoring uh, things that were that C.H. Robinson and other people, other logistics professionals, uh, see happening in Mexico this year. Companies such as uh, Shanghai Unison Aluminum Production Company. So let's switch to the American side of the border, and you have two stories in your Borderlands column here about Texas Texas developments there as well. One of which is on the sustainability side, in that hydrogen stations are being built in Texas. Yeah, that's an interesting little story that popped up uh, last week. Also, um, uh, the uh, Federal Highway Administration uh, gave the state of Texas a seventy million dollar grant to build five hydrogen fueling stations across the state uh, in in most of the major cities in Texas. You know, Dallas, Fort Worth region, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin. And these fueling stations are specifically for medium and heavy duty trucks. So this sort of goes towards uh, creating a network of, uh, you know, electric fueling stations for electric trucks uh, across the uh, southwestern U.S., you know, uh, along the, uh, you know, U.S.-Mexico corridor. Uh, so this is just another step in trying to create a, you know, EV uh, fueling uh network across the U.S. for uh, EV heavy-duty trucks. And it's, I think it's a really uh, interesting and important uh, development for the state of Texas. And one other story that you have in your Borderlands column is, a, I think, a news release that we're going to hear a lot more of uh, in, the, in the coming months and years, uh, a logistics park receiving a $1.5 million grant to expand its services. That sounds like something that's just we're going to see over and over and over again uh, for who knows how long. Yeah, that's an interesting little park, the Tex America Center, which is tucked into a very uh, far northeast corner of uh, the state of Texas. It's it's a part of Texas that borders Oklahoma, Louisiana, and uh, I forgot which other state off the top of my head. But it's a it's an interesting little park. It's a rail park that's really sort of uh, come on in recent years. Um, and like you said, the one point five one point five million dollar grant is to expand its logistics services. Uh, the park is already served by uh, rail operators such as Union Pacific and C CPKCS, so major rail operators. So this is, like, as you mentioned, we're gonna see, start to see a lot more of these sort of logistics parks across Texas and the Southwest uh, receive these grants or, or funding to expand. Definitely an interesting world in the borderlands area, as always, expansion and uh, more money being thrown into the nearshoring effort there as well. Noy, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. 
All right, we'll take a short break and come back with our next carrier update. Also, our community segment is on the way. Stay tuned.